Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Obsidian Achievement. This is your host, Michael Russin. Thank you for joining me. It is Friday. I hope you've all had a great week. I'm starting to feel like myself again. I, last night, we're sitting there on the couch. It was like Ada just went to bed. It must have been like 7.15, and my wife came out. She sat down next to me, and I'm like, dude, I said, I'm ready to go to bed right now. So I went to bed at like 7.30, and I slept till 5.30. So I got like, I, I think I just needed a really good side. I think I woke up once um, to answer nature's call. But other than that, man, I slept through the whole night. I had a lot of crazy dreams, which is usually indicative of deep sleep for me. <coughs> so I woke up today feeling better. All my injuries, my neck doesn't hurt, my knee doesn't hurt, my leg, which yesterday I thought my leg was going to be in rough shape for a couple of days. I uh, threw a low kick at my trainer, Miles, and he checked it. When he checked it, my shin hit his knee, and I couldn't move my foot up or down <laughs> all day yesterday. You know, at, at first, I mean, it obviously hurt when it happened, and then I left, I got in the car, I was fine. Then when I get out of the car, when I got home, like I, I jumped down out of my truck. I'm like, oh no, that's uh, gonna hurt for a couple of days. But I woke up today, no problem at all, none. So I think I just needed some really good sleep. Drank lots of water yesterday, lots and lots of water. Had good food. I'm feeling rested. I took my BPC 157, which helps with recovery and all that, and uh, I feel good. Feel real good. So I'm on my way to the gym now. Uh, I'm gonna get a good workout in. I think today is my Olympian lift circuit uh, that Arthur from Anti Fragile Athletes put together for me. So I'm gonna be hitting that. Um, and then after that, we have a first line defense meeting as we near closer and closer to launch. Um, and then after that, I've got my big group call. And then after that, we've got a big meeting with one of the departments and one of the companies. And then I think I have a massage later. So we've got a full, full day. I need this massage, man. Holy smokes. Holy smokes. My body's beat up. So, but was. I feel great today. I was telling this to my wife the other day about I want to become more intentional. And her and I to become more intentional with the type of language that we use. Especially, um, you know, with our daughter, it's like you—you know—you have a tendency to be like, "Ooh, she's a little monster this morning, huh?" Not even like in a mean way. Just sometimes she wakes up on the wrong side of the bed. My daughter, but not my wife, but my wife too. But, uh, but you know, oh, she woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. Oh, a little monster today, and I. You know, I caught my my wife said something like that. I said something like that, and I I kind of was like, yeah, we you know we we got to be careful about the kind of type of language that we use because words are powerful. Words have energy. <coughs> they really do. I mean, there's been plenty of experiments where they they take two plants and they speak positively and negatively around the plants, and the ones that have positivity spoken around them thrive and grow, and the ones that have negativity spoken around them or about them die. Incredible! It's absolutely incredible. Incredible that you can empirically show that words have an effect. And I don't think that many people monitor 
the type of language that they use, especially about themselves. So like when I say my body's beat up, I'm like, whoa, 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 okay, no, I feel good. I feel great. The massage is just gonna help me feel even better. You know what I mean? Trying to not say negative things because the world is just so negative as it is. You know what I mean? So it's very, like negativity is everybody's default. There are very few like actually positive people. Now you might run into somebody, oh, hey, you John, how you doing? You think, oh, that guy's a positive person, but like his internal monologue is so bad that he has to mask it with this overt friendliness. You know, I know people like that, that I know that internally they struggle with self-doubt and, and regret. So what do they do? They overcompensate with a massive amount of outwardly appearing optimism and happiness. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with being outwardly happy. That's not the point. But it's not an effective measure to overcome the negative stories that we often tell ourselves internally. Like, what do you say about your spouse or loved one? How do you talk about your marriage? How do you talk about your children? What kind of language do you use to describe these things? What, kind, what, what type of language do you use to describe yourself? What type of language do you use to describe circumstances and things that happen to you in your life? Again, and it goes back to the, this happens to me versus this happens for me. This happens to me versus this happens for me. That if you have the right perspective, you can make nearly anything work in your favor. Nearly anything. Language is so important. So you need to be very careful about the types of language, the type of language that you use. Again, especially when talking about loved ones or yourself. And definitely your circumstances. Because I believe that if you tell yourself a story enough times, you're going to start to believe it. Many people tell themselves negative stories about their lives and their circumstances, so they're in a perpetual state of misery and misfortune. Why do you think that is? You know what I mean? If anything, you're just, even if you don't believe in the power of words, you're just training your mind to think a certain way. If you train your mind to think a certain way, you're going to behave a certain way. And if you behave a certain way, you're going to attract a certain type of circumstance. It's like people that constantly deal with the same issues over and over again in their lives. You know, a a harsh example, but a true one is women that consistently end up with abusive men. So they probably came from either a fatherless situation or a not so good relationship with their father. Or maybe their just first boyfriend really took it out on them. You know what I mean? And what happens is women have a tendency to fall into the pattern of attracting the same type of man because it's all they know. It's what they're familiar with. And even in abuse, there's some sort of security or safety in the familiarity of the circumstances, right? There are so many other examples of this. This is why people stay broke. This is why people stay fat. This is why people stay any negative adjective. is because they consistently tell themselves 
a story about themselves and their circumstances and they believe it to the core. And they can't possibly imagine things being any other way because they've never told themselves any kind of a different story. Your mind is such an incredibly powerful weapon. Every single millionaire and billionaire and athlete that you admire and respect or hate doesn't matter. Doesn't your hate doesn't take away from their success, believe it or not. Every single one will talk to you about mentality. Every single one will talk to you, even if they use different words for it, will talk to you about mindset and mentality. Let me give you an example. So yesterday, Miles and I sparred for an hour, for a solid hour. Uh, If you've ever sparred, you know that an hour of it is a long time. And the first two sessions were, you know, the first session I just felt like I couldn't land a single damn thing. Um, I was thinking too much. I was trying to plan my next move, which is just, you know, you can have some sort of a game plan, but trying to plan your next move when you're fighting a human being is like, it's impossible. It's like trying to grab water, right? Because you don't know what they're going to do. I mean, unless you've studied film, and even then there's still an aspect of the unknown. But, you know, we stopped after the first round, and he, he had a long, so Miles is a good coach, in between rounds, he'll pick things out that I didn't do well or that I did do well, and we'll talk about them. And he was talking about, you know, entering that space where it's like, no mind. You're not thinking like, oh, I've got to land this left low kick. I have to land it. You know, or I've got to land this big overhand right. You know, what'll happen is people lock themselves in and they're like, I've got to land this one shot. It's my, it's my best shot. I've got to land it. And they just try over and over again, and they just either they miss or they get countered brutally, right? So, which is kind of what happened to me. He, he faked low on a jab with me. and fair, No, no, fake, fake low on a straight right, and then went high, and I ducked right into it. And he rang my bell. I'm surprised my nose didn't bleed. Like, I literally leaned face first into a straight right punch. It rang my, it, like... I saw a bright flash, and he stopped. He's like, oh, oh, no. It's like, you all right? <laughs> you know, he didn't mean to hit me that hard because he didn't expect, and I didn't expect me to lean right into it, right? And it's because I was so trapped in my head thinking. Well, the next few rounds after we had this conversation, I said, I'm just going to be calm. I'm not going to try to force anything. I'm going to focus a little bit more on my defense and my counters. And wouldn't you know? My, I improved, I made a 50% improvement, massive improvement. Like I couldn't believe, and even he was saying like, dude, today you were, wow, what a, what an enormous amount of growth that you've had today in more words or less because I was calm I wasn't in my head, and I was just, you know, sitting, waiting for the opening. Oh, there's his face. Boom, punch, bang, got him. Oh, there's his leg. Wham, leg kick. Oh, wham, another leg kick. You know what I'm saying? Just eating him, you know, just, just, he was, you know, Lyles, if he were to turn it all the way on, he'd kill me in 30 seconds, but, um, 
I got a couple good shots in, you know, and um, what was the difference? Did I learn some new series of punches and kicks that, you know, like, no, I didn't learn anything other than to just control my mind. That's all I learned. I learned how to control my mind. I was so in my head the first two rounds, and then the next three, four, five rounds that we went, it was beautiful. It was perfect. Not perfect, but for me, it was a major, it was a vast improvement. And it's just, it was all, it was all mine. It's just all my mind. That's all it was. It wasn't anything other than just getting out of my head and kind of entering a flow state. Like, you can enter a flow state in life. You don't have to be in a combat sport. But if you're... Neg like, if I were to start telling myself yesterday when I was getting beat up, like, really beat up and not landing anything, very frustrating when you're trying to hit somebody and you can't hit them and they're peppering you. You know, that's very, very frustrating. That could take the wind out of your sails very quickly. You see it when you watch the UFC all the time when somebody's just getting outclassed on their feet. You, you just see the look of discouragement. You know what I mean? It's very discouraging. Now, had I gotten negative, had I gotten in my head, that would have been a completely different outcome yesterday. But I didn't. I just stopped. Slow, deep breaths, focused, entered kind of like that flow state. And again, you could do this in life. But I don't think that you can ever enter a flow state, going back to what I said before, unless you're telling yourself the right stories. Like, when things are going my way in jiu-jitsu, or in uh, Muay Thai, and jiu-jitsu, I don't start to have bad conversations with myself. I start to think, what can I learn from this? How can I adapt and grow? Like, are you doing that in your life? Or are you just accepting the fact that you're getting the shit kicked out of you every single day and just telling yourself, this is the, this is the way it's going to be for me. I guess this is how it is. I guess it's blah, blah, blah. You know, it, it's I love when guys reach out to me and ask for advice and help. But what I can't stand is when men reach out to me and they say things like, I'm worthless. I can't figure it out. Blah, blah, blah. They're just this self loathing talk is just very feminine to me and I find and I've talked about this in previous episodes and I don't mean to be cruel but I find it disgusting. I don't like it at all. And it's not that I'm disgusted by you. It's that I'm disgusted that that's the way that you talk to yourself. You'll never hear me say ever that I don't deserve something. The only, the only place, let me, let me really correct myself here. The only place that you'll hear me say that type of stuff to myself is to God. Because that's the reality. I don't deserve anything that God gives me at all. I deserve death and hell. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, the only place you're going to hear me ever do any kind of self-deprecating, and it's not for the sake of self-deprecation, it's for the sake of repentance is in my spiritual walk, in my prayer life. But other than that, you'll never hear me say anything negative about myself. Ever. Because you'll start to believe the story that you tell yourself. 
And I tell that, that story to myself in my spiritual life so that I stay humble. I have to tell myself that story in my spiritual life. Number one, because it's true. And number two, because it keeps me humble. That I know apart from God, I am nothing. Nothing. So watch the type of language that you're using on yourself, please. Don't be saying all kinds of goofy, ridiculous things about yourself. Don't fall into the trap of self-loathing and all that other nonsense that people do. And start to police your own language. You'll see a change. I promise. All right. Love you guys. Let's have a good day.